Hi there, and welcome to episode 33 of the LDS Study Session with me, Matt Roberts. And I thought I'd take a, a pause from the Come Follow Me studying uh, for today uh, and share something else which I've just uh, kind of learnt about yesterday in another study session which I was a part of. This time looking uh, at the book of Nehemiah in the Old Testament. So just off those Old Testaments, because we're going to have a little look in it. And uh, yeah, there's this uh, story which I had actually heard of before uh, in a previous general conference talk, and I'll make mention of it in a moment. Uh, but it's uh, about this uh, this brother, this brother, this uh, man called Nehemiah, and uh, it's it's quite an interesting experience because he is obviously living uh, as the, with the Jews uh, in a time that they're in captivity, and uh, he is working in that kind of time, and he is performing things. Uh, in captivity, and then he finds out one day that the, that the walls of Jerusalem is broken down and the gates are burnt with fire, basically that the land of his forefathers is, you know, going under some ruin. And um, he was sad to hear this. And so in Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 4, it says this, And it came to pass, when I heard these words, that I sat down and wept and mourned for certain days and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. Now this is interesting, this, because Nehemiah, you can see here, uh, is kind of spiritually preparing himself. He's spiritually getting himself closer to his heavenly Father, and uh, he is acting uh, to to in prayer to ask for help to be able to sort this problem out. He then uh, kind of continues his work. Now it's interesting that to find out what his work was in the Bible dictionary. We read uh, that, that, that about Nehemiah. And it says here that Nehemiah was a Jew uh, who held the important office of cupbearer at the court of Artem. I'm going to try and say this now, Artaxerxes, uh, from whom he obtained a royal commission authorizing him to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. So obviously he's a, a cupbearer, so it's uh, a, a position, uh, you know, where he's serving, uh, you know, a ruler. Uh, and when he goes in to see kind of to kind of perform his duties. In Nehemiah chapter 2, uh, it says, uh, Wherefore the king said unto me, Why is thy countenance sad, seeing thou art not sick? This is nothing else but of sorrow of heart. Then I was very sore afraid. And it's quite interesting this, because Nehemiah is obviously upset about the news he's heard, and the king spots this. So Nehemiah kind of has to act in faith, and I wonder if, you know, there's times where we feel... Uh, any kind of emotion uh, to do with our faith, uh, whether it's sadness or sorrow, where when maybe someone we love is struggling or that kind of a, or that kind of problem, and then someone asks, "Oh, what's the matter?" You know, how often do we just kind of brush it off and say, "Oh, you know, it's life." You know, we can just kind of move on. But Nehemiah had to act in faith, not forgetting that he was a servant. So you know, it's not like he was, you know, on the same level anywhere uh, with the king but even friends but perhaps he was just one of his servants uh, and yet he struck up enough faith and courage to say well this really important thing the place of my father's is lying in waste now uh, the king in, in verse 4 says this for what dost thou make request so I prayed to, to the God of heaven and I said unto the king if it please the king and if thy servant have found favour in thy sight that thou wouldst send me unto Judah, unto the city of my father's sepulchres, that I may build it. So he's now going further in his faith and saying, well, 
it would be my honour and, and it would be my, my request to ask you if I can go and sort this out. Um, now, the king, we can give some credit here. He is clearly a caring ruler because he uh, says, well, of course, go do that. What can we do? Uh, and he, he even asked in verse uh, 7 for the king that letters be given to, to the governors beyond the river so that they can send the message. Uh, that you know he's going to be sorting this building out, so the king not only allows this servant to go and do what is he is asked for in faith, but he also gives him some help and says, "Well, let me do this for you and to make it easier." Um, and so we we read here about Nehemiah and how he prepares spiritually in that first chapter. He then acts in faith, and then once he's acted in faith and received the the permission to do so from from the ruler that he works for. Uh, he then works hard and shares the vision with others. And we can apply this uh, really to a lot of the things that we do uh, in our lives as disciples of Christ, you know, thinking about how we must be prepared spiritually. If we can't be prepared spiritually through prayer and study and fasting, then we're going to struggle to do the things which we want to do uh, in, in righteousness. Then we have to uh, act in faith and ask for the Lord to help us and do all that we can. Uh, and that is uh, working hard and sharing our vision. Uh, and I think that uh, that principle applies very much so to us. So much so, so that I'm going to share this uh, verse, uh, this uh, quote now from the General Conference talk, which, uh, where I heard first heard this experience of Nehemiah. And this particular talk was given by Elder Dieter, Dieter F. Uppdorf. Uh, I believe it's in the 2009 uh, October General Conference, where he talked about Nehemiah and the righteous uh, way that he lived his life and performed this uh, this service that he did uh, for Jerusalem. Now, he talks about kind of the whole experience, taking this further, and how when he does get to Jerusalem, uh, he faces a number of opposition uh, and people that want to try and stop him. Aldadita Refugdor said this, quote, As the work continued, Nehemiah's enemies became more desperate. Four times they entreated him to leave the safety of the city and meet with them under the pretense of resolving the conflict. Nehemiah knew that their intent was to do him harm. Each time they approached him, he responded with the same answer. I am doing a great work so that I cannot come down. And uh, once we kind of start on the work that we do, once we begin on this path of hastening the work of salvation, and as we take part in as many ways as we can, we will face opposition. We will be faced with distractions or trials or difficulties which will try and pull us away from taking part in this great work. But we need to take the, uh, the same uh, example or the same attitude of Nehemiah. We are doing this great work. We cannot come down. We can't allow ourselves to come below what our potential is, away from the walls of uh, our safety uh, and out into where we will be spiritually vulnerable. Uh, and I think that this experience and, and the, uh, the teaching that uh, Elder Uchtdorf gives here it's a really valuable thing for us to consider as we go through our day-to-day -day lives. Anyway, that's what I wanted to share with you today. Grateful for your time that you've spent to, to listen, and I'd love to hear from you about what you thought, thought about this episode, or if there's anything else that uh, you have studied that you would be willing to share. I'd love to hear from you at MattessRoberts90 on Twitter. Uh, really grateful for your time, and until we meet again.